Howdy guys, I'm Aiden of Blue Catch Productions and welcome to the 59th ever episode of Aiden on Anchor. Aiden on Anchor is a podcast focusing on my life. I'll tell you a lot about myself and hopefully provide value through experience. We're one episode away from the, the big 60 mark, which is cool and also scary at the same time because it's like, wow, really have been doing Aiden on Anchor for that long, even though like most of the episodes... Uh, really didn't come in until like 2019, <laughs> but still, uh, it's it's good to hit milestones. It's good to hit specific episode numbers. And 60, while it's not as popular as let's say episode 50 or episode 100, it's still a part of the journey, and we're we're gonna be getting there next time. Uh, it'll probably be a Q and A episode, so be on the lookout uh, if you haven't already. Check my Discord um, link in the description below. Uh, I'll be asking you guys to go ahead and ask me questions because we haven't done one of the Q&A ones in a while and I forgot to do one at 55, so we'll just do it at 60 instead because why the heck not? Answering questions seems to be where where Aiden on Anchor gets its most listens outside of the few people who are just like, are just super interested in whatever I want to say, which is, which is cool. I'm glad you guys listen in general. But uh, what have I been up to recently? Um, been mainly working on Lines Honor gaming stuff. So much Lines Honor gaming stuff, in fact. Whether it's making new intros for LHG Versus, uh, we really are trying to kick it up a notch into not only doing just like regular series with two people, but also having verses and races and stuff. Uh, one of the initial goals for LHG, at least when uh, me, Jay, and Zach were talking about it and pitching it, is Jay really wanted that Versus element. Um, because he loves doing those sort of series and we just kind of forgot about that and didn't really do them because let's, let's be frank verses are, are a lot of edits. Uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta get both the gameplays. You gotta have a layout. You gotta have motion graphics stuff in there and it takes a lot to really work on. So it wasn't something that in the start of lines on our gaming, we were really like pushing, but now, uh, here we are. I feel like we're finally at a place where we can do verses, but uh, I wanted to make some some specific cool intros so that no matter which two people of the LHC crew are facing off against each other, there's a unique intro for that. And I made that using the cartoon heads, uh, the main LHC theme, uh, a little bit of green screen stuff, and some like 2D pixel art fighting game backgrounds uh, from like a King of Fighters game or something. Uh, but they're animated and they have like gifs or whatever and i'm like this will look really cool and so i downloaded like 12 of them resized them to where i needed to make them and, and made like eight different variants on versus intros where it's like there's a me and zach one a zach and jay jay and parker kyle and zach and even specific uh, intros for three-way verses in case we ever decide to go do those so uh yeah you guys have only seen one so far uh, in the new Mega Man versus series uh, but hopefully the rest of them will kind of be shown as we continue to do more and more verses on the channel. So I've been working on the intros. I've been working on the Mega Man 2 verses. The entire series is now edited, thumbnails, in screens, all that sort of stuff. And uh, that was a really fun project to work on because the last time I did a verses was the Mario Odyssey one on my channel, um, which is unlisted, but you can still watch them. And I forgot how much fun... I, I have working in those kind of limitations um, because it is like specifically showing off everybody's gameplay, having a little diagram at the bottom to show where each player is at in the verses and in the race, 
and, and, and making smart edits to really cut down on the length and time. Uh, this one, in particular, the Mega Man 2 Versus, um, we managed to get each episode like under 20 minutes. Like the longest any of them go is 19 minutes, which is impressive because the whole series is like three hours of footage. And we did it at nine episodes. No episode goes over 20 minutes. So I think that's a that's a real win in my book. I'm, I'm really all about like nowadays, especially when it comes to editing, both for my stuff and Lions Honor Gaming stuff, is just cutting as much fat, as much filler as possible. Um, because we don't have as much time. In, in, our, in our day-to-day lives like most people and I say most people to, to generalize here but most people go on to YouTube and maybe like watch one or two videos and then they, they move on um, most people aren't like me or Zach or Jay or the people in my discord who just have all the time in the world to watch every YouTube video ever made from all our favorite creators uh, and, and because of that it's, it's really on us the people making these sort of videos to not waste people's time and the best way you can do that is simply by editing, by cutting down on the fluff, by cutting down on parts where nothing's happening, and making some executive decisions to cut stuff that is somewhat important, but it doesn't need to be in the video. Making those choices is just huge, uh, especially for, for Blue Catch Production stuff, because I don't script anything. I very just go off the cuff, talk on camera and whatever the best moments are that's what ends up in the video so i'll have like 40 minutes to an hour worth of recording that i know nobody would watch on its own so it's just like how can i edit this in such a way where you still get the point of the video but it's 20 minutes or 15 minutes like 15 minutes right there i think is that sweet spot of time and i can't always hit it sometimes i do have to go 20 or 25 uh, for the sake of the video where i take too long explaining something unfortunately but if i can hit that sweet spot man is it powerful uh and so i really tried to do that with the Mega Man 2 verses that even if you had no idea what lines on your gaming was or, or don't follow me and all my specific stuff and and don't care about the nitty-gritty details you could go in watch those episodes and get out in a reasonable amount of time to where it felt like you didn't invest 90% of your day. Um, and Zach felt the same way when I showed it to him. He's like, wow, these are really snappy and short and to the point. It made me want to watch more, uh, which I think is the goal, right? Because if you save people's time, right, you give them a video that they really like and they really enjoy and they're like, wow, this was great they'll be more obligated to watch another one, which doesn't happen all that often when you have a video that's 30 minutes or an hour or a podcast. Those types of content are generally like a one and done uh, and you're out of there. I'm weird in the fact that I'll watch multiple like 30 minute to an hour long video in a row, um, which really goes to show how, how little of a social life I have and how uninteresting of a human being I am. But still, I'll do that. I can't expect everyone else to. So I'm really getting down into it and editing all those things. And I hope you guys enjoy the Mega Man 2 versus Online Honor Gaming. If you're not interested in the game and if you don't uh, think it'll be a good series to watch, I implore you, give it a try. And who knows? You might actually really enjoy it. Uh, new episodes come out every Wednesday and Saturday. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, episode 1 and 2 should already be out. So you should go check them out. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> I know. Uh, what else happened recently? Oh, I finished uh, Ocarina of Time on Twitch. Uh, last time we talked, I had about like three more streams to go. And uh, now here I am. I've done all three of them. Daily Ocarina is finished. I beat Ocarina of Time for the first time ever. 
whole thing's on stream. According to Jay, the entire series was like 31 hours or something, which is not the average time it takes somebody to beat Ocarina of Time, but like considering number one, it was a first time playthrough. Never played Ocarina before. And number two, I am awful at puzzle solving or dungeony games. I don't play a whole lot of Zeldas. I'm not very experienced in a lot of Zelda games. The fact that it took me 31 hours, I think, is understandable because Ocarina was really the first game of its type that I went all in on. I mean, yeah, I played Breath of the Wild, but, like, I played every part of Breath of the Wild that didn't involve the Divine Beast. So I did, like, the exploration, the fighting, the towers. I just ignored the Divine Beast. And when I had my fun, I turned the game off and that was it. Um, but now having beaten Ocarina, I'd be interested to see, like, how I would hold up to other Zelda games. Uh, I don't own Breath of the Wild anymore because when Ethan moved, he took it. But I do have a couple more. I have Link to the Past. I have Twilight Princess. I have Skyward Sword, which I can now play because I have the Wii Motion Plus thing. Um, don't have Wind Waker. Don't have any of the Wii U versions. Got Ocarina again on the GameCube, which would have been a nightmare to play. I don't know how, how on God Green's Earth anyone did that. I played it on the N64 just because that was the only way I could capture it. I do own the 3DS version, and it makes a ton of improvements that I wish I could have experienced, but you can't capture 3DS gameplay any any way or how unless you emulate, and I'm more about like original hardware and showing the games like as they are without any emulator tendencies or stuff like that. Plus, I have a nice capture card. I want to show it off, all right? Like, <laughs> I need to flex on people. I spent too much money on this shit to just run an emulator. Uh, <laughs> so, hey, what are you going to do? What are you going to do, I guess? But yeah, it was a really fun uh, series. Got a lot of people subbed. A lot of people in the community really enjoyed it. I think it's kind of showing to me, at least, that longer Twitch series do better than shorter ones. At least for my use case. I'm only an affiliate. I have a very niche group of people in the Discord who watch my YouTube videos and streams. Uh, but in my case, playing a longer, more popular game like Ocarina did better for viewership than something like Mario 3D World or uh, Shovel Knight, where I can beat those games in one to two streams. Uh, really, the only short series that had a ton of success was like Game Dev, Game Dev Tycoon. That one seemed to do pretty well. Uh, but even that one was a little bit longer compared to all those shorter series. So yeah, I, I think I'd recommend doing doing longer series if you are that variety streamer. Uh, I know a lot of people just simply stream one game and that kind of serves that same purpose, right? You're playing one game for a long period of time. It almost sort of acts like a bit of a series that just never ends. <laughs> so it's sort of that same concept there. But if you are the type of person in variety, I'd say give, give it a try. Play a, play a longer game. Play one you've never beaten before get people in the chat to engage and help you out on that uh it's good for engagement stuff but it also makes the stream much more fun to watch so thank you to everybody who tuned in to any of the daily ocarina streams i think most of you guys in the discord did and that was awesome because like wow got a lot of people in um i'm excited to stream another game coming up i talked about it on stream uh, i don't want to mention it here uh, but I'm going to finish up the, the month of July with a couple of smaller streams and then go into August with another sort of long series for a while. And uh, that should be fun. So cool, 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 literally cool. And then sort of the last thing, I guess, that's been on my mind recently is I'm going 
down the long and arduous path of uh, finally upgrading my computer. It's it's been it's been since 2016 was when I got uh, this pre-built I buy power computer um, just before I was starting YouTube um, because or no it was the same year because I started in what like the summer of 2016 which means oh yeah blue cash productions is now four years old yay anniversary okay anyway moving on (laughs) i got that computer like december of 2016 and it's pretty much served me through my entire youtube career up until this point um but unfortunately the the specs in it have been proving more and more limiting as i've gotten new equipment and gear that i think it's finally time to just go ahead and upgrade the the computer itself and I thought about getting a pre-built for a while I thought about like let's just let's just find somebody who knows how to make it and and order one but I figured this time around rather than just dealing with the pre-built what if I actually like learn how to build my own and purchase my own parts and stuff which can be quite the rabbit hole to dig down if uh, you don't know what you're doing but uh I I actually have now built a pc part picker list for what I want to get so that should be neat, and I think over the course of the, the latter half of the year, I'm going to be buying bits and pieces and parts and slowly sort of turning this old iBuyPower pre-built into much more of a nicer PC with more current specs and stuff. I won't be upgrading it all, like, all at once or building it all at once. It'll be a slow process, but still. Let me get you um my old PC because I actually did make a part picker list for that too. And let me tell you, for any PC people out here uh, who want to know what my 2016 iBuyPower computer had in it, I'll let you know. Uh, so the CPU is an AMD FX815, 8150, I guess. Uh, 3.6 gigahertz, GHS, is that gigahertz? I don't know enough about computers. It's eight cores. Um, it's a generation behind what the what the what the new amd cpus are the ryzen's which uh, at the time of owning this pre-built i don't think ryzen was even a thing yet but now it's kind of become the default uh cpus for people who are building on a budget not to say that you still can't get an intel cpu i mean they do well for people but ryzen seem to be cheaper have more performance and are a bit better at like all around productivity stuff which hey like i'm not not building a computer to game on i got like a thousand consoles and systems over here to do that like i need a computer to to edit videos and to do things faster and stuff so uh yeah that's my old cpu old motherboard was a gigabyte ga78 lmt usb3 micro atx uh, which is something to note i guess that this computer that i have is a micro atx sort of build the case is micro atx and stuff which is um kind of limiting in the fact that like I, I want to get like an internal Elgato capture card to fit in there but I can't because there's not enough space in the the case and there's not a slot on the motherboard itself so uh, the new PC will probably be an ATX one which means I'll just have to throw out this motherboard uh, all together which is fine because it was so cheap anyway and missed a lot of features in terms of memory we got two a data eight gigabyte sticks a DDR3 uh, DDR4 is now a thing, and I can get it at much faster speeds. ADATA isn't even really like a brand that's like well known for memory stuff, so I'm sure it's like not the best. But that's the problem with a lot of pre-builds is that they get a lot of cheap uh, parts that you might not have heard of and might not be reliable for any longer. But it helps them cut down costs when they're building it. 
Then for storage, we got a Western Digital Caviar Blue 1 terabyte and a SanDisk 128GB SSD. The SSD has the operating system and main programs, and the external one has a lot of the uh, just sort of extra uh, files and storage for all my video stuff. I also have an external uh, hard drive that I put all my Steam games on, so... Yeah, but that didn't come with the PC. I, I bought that external hard drive like later down the road. For the video card, all right, get ready for this monster. Uh, the MSI Radeon R9 380, 4GB video card. Impressive, I know. Uh, it, it really isn't. It's actually pretty shitty. I think even for the time, it wasn't a great card. Um, I'm looking actually to, in the new one, get an NVIDIA card, uh, mainly for that Turing architecture, which should hypothetically, from what I've heard from a bunch of YouTubers and doing my own research, NVIDIA cards and their Turing architecture is better for streaming stuff because you're not putting all your pressure on your CPU, which would be nice. Uh, but stuck with this MSI card, which isn't bad. I mean, it's got like an HDMI out, a DVI, and a DisplayPort, even though I don't have a DisplayPort monitor anywhere. But uh, it served me well. It just definitely seems to be slowing down. And a lot of game-specific stuff. I can't run a whole lot of modern titles. Uh, even something as, as, as like non-complex as streaming Fortnite. This card can't really handle <laughs> all that well. Alright, then the power supply. We got a Corsair Builder 600 watt, 80 plus bronze certified ATX power supply. And, I, and this one's kind of a question mark. Because like I looked at the power supply in my computer. And it looked like this Corsair one. But I can't 100% confirm or deny that. Uh, because I haven't actually taken the whole thing out. Uh, but if it is, then this is a relatively good power supply, and I might be able to reuse it in the future. If it's not, the whole thing's probably just going to get replaced, so I can buy a good newer one and then reuse that for later computers. And then we got like a DVD CD writer, no Blu-ray, uh, and then Windows 10 OEM, which uh, the pre-builds are usually pretty good about putting like an actual version of Windows 10 and not like a second-hand copy or anything like that. Which hopefully I can transfer over to the new one, but if I need to buy a, a separate version of it, I'll just buy a separate version of it. But yeah, I bought that for $600? Uh, yeah, that Christmas, it was around $600. Obviously prices are fluctuated, a lot of these parts aren't even available anymore according to PC Part Picker, but that's just sort of how it is. The new PC though. That I'm looking to build. And any of you any of you PC heads listening to this. Let me know if, the, if these parts are good. Or if I need to change some specific things out. But based on my research. Based on what I know. This is what I'm looking to do for the, for the new computer. So starting with the CPU. Looking to upgrade from that FX. To the AMD Ryzen 5 1600. With the 12 nanometer refresh on it. Uh, 6 cores. Newer CPU. Ryzen CPU, probably like a night and day difference <laughs> between that old FX one and this one. The reason I went with this one specifically was a lot of YouTubers were recommending it based on the price. There are other Ryzen CPUs uh, out there, some of them that are newer generation, but they cost like so much more. And the, and the difference in value that you get between them wasn't exciting enough to, to really go ahead and jump. But also keep in mind, um, during coronavirus, PC parts are super high and super expensive and stuff. So as they kind of return to normalcy, I might change it out with something a little bit better because so many CPUs are either out of stock or getting price gouged. Um, but right now, according to PC Part Picker, this thing is $156, which is sort of the best I could find 
at the time. Jeez, that jumped up. It jumped up the last time I looked at it. <laughs> These things were like $89 at one point, to give you an idea. Uh, and hopefully that'll return to normal. And then we're using the stock CPU cooler on that. Uh, the motherboard, we're upgrading from that shitty Gigabyte one to this MSI B450 Tomahawk Max ATX board. So we're going from micro ATX to full ATX. That'll support not only this current Ryzen shit, but if I need to upgrade it down the road, I'll be able to do that. It also has more slots so I can put in that Elgato capture card, the internal one, for capturing video and games and stuff. Memory, uh, two 8GB sticks of G-Skill Ripjaws, which is just sort of a more reliable brand in the first place than that A-Data stuff. And the speed is also faster, 1,600 to 32,000, so doubling up. And it's DDR4, generation ahead. That was only $60. Like, RAM? RAM's pretty cheap. RAM is super cheap. Like, the motherboard's 124. The CPU's 156 now. But that RAM? That's a nice, clean $56. The same is true for storage as well. Uh, I don't really need to change any of the storage, so I'm probably just going to use the same one that I have. But a nice option that I found was the Seagate Barracuda Compute, 2 terabytes, which is pretty good. Um, double what I have for $54, which is saucin'. And then uh, going into the case... We're going from that shitty pre-built one that I don't even know the model number of to the NZXT H510 ATX mid-tower case in black, $70. Pretty good price-wise. None of the cases have jumped up a whole lot. And then for the power supply, the Corsair CXM 650-watt, 80-plus bronze certified. So just a better, like more recent Corsair power supply. Uh, again, I might still use the old one if it is legit in there, but if it's not, this is the upgrade option. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much the new one. I know I didn't list a video card there because I'm not sure what I want yet, uh, but it'll probably just be an NVIDIA GTX something. I'll have to look into, like, what I can afford and what I want. Until then, I'll probably still be running that MSI Radeon card for as long as I can get away with using it until I have a little bit more money to save and spare on that. But, yeah, the total of that is $561, so around sort of the same price. Once things lower a little bit, it'll be better. And once I decide to actually put a video card in there, it'll change. But that's what I'm looking to build a little bit at a time. So I'll probably start with, like, getting the motherboard first and then that RAM, getting that case pretty early, getting that power supply if I need to, and then just sort of, you know, building things as we go, changing things as we go getting that Elgato eventually. But uh, yeah, hope you enjoyed that rabbit hole of me talking about my old PC and the new one that I'm trying to build. If you guys want that PC part picker list, feel free to DM me on Discord. Links in the description below so you can look at the list for yourself. And uh, let me know if any of y'all are building a computer. I think High is currently. So it'll be interesting to exchange notes, but I think he's going with more of an Intel rig with his CPU. So we might not be able to match much, but uh Hey, that's just my personal experience, and I'm sure a lot of you guys know a little bit more about this stuff than I do. So uh, feel free to let me know your thoughts on all that down below uh, before I purchase something and make an ass out of myself. But uh, that'll do it for this episode of Ain't on Anchor. Hope you enjoyed. Next week, episode 60 will be a Q&A episode, so uh, look out on the Discord. Again, uh, link in the description below. Questions will be there. Uh, leave me questions, and I'll answer them. It's fun. It's great. It's cool. Thank you to Jay the Zoomster and Parker for supporting me financially. You can do that on Anchor or on Patreon if you so desire. And with all that being said, I'm Aiden. 
of Blue Couch Productions, and I'm signing off. Bye-bye.